You're listening to the Franchise Freedom Podcast with Giuseppe Grammatico. Welcome to the Franchise Freedom Podcast. I'm your host, Giuseppe Grammatico, your franchise guide, the show where we help corporate execs experience time and financial freedom via franchising. Thanks for joining us today. Um, today is a great topic, and this is uh, another uh, really popular one that I've uh, received personally uh, and that I read a lot online in, in the comments and questions and, and things like that and in meetings when talking with family and friends. And it's, uh, it's along the lines of how to quit your nine to five uh, and it's uh, an extremely um, popular topic. So thanks for the suggestion. Thanks for the question. And we're going to dive in. As I mentioned, we are gathering all your questions and answering uh, them on each and every one of these shows and just sticking with really one topic. So how to quit your nine to five. There's no exact right or wrong, but we'll dive into some examples. And you know, in those examples, let's, let's look at you know, why are you quitting in the first place? Um, you know, you can easily put your two weeks and leave. So um, what, are, what are we doing here? So it goes back. If you are looking to, uh, for example, look to start a business because uh, you don't like your job, or maybe it's that you just wanted to own your business. You just love the, the freedoms we talk about, time, financial freedom, purpose, uh, freedom of purpose, freedom of location, freedom to work with the people you enjoy working with, the five freedoms outlined by Dan Sullivan from uh, Strategic Coach. Um, you know, couple, couple ways to look at it. Number one is you need. there's no right or wrong because it's going to be based off of what you're most comfortable with and, and you need to do some um, you know, soul searching as to if you're mentally ready and, and financially ready. So when I started my business, I was to the point where I had looked at other jobs I realized that other jobs, other companies were not the, the, the solution. I really wanted the freedoms. A no job was going to really be giving me that, that freedom I was looking for. This is going back uh, 2005, 2006, and then started my first franchise in February of 2007. So I, I realized I, I did do some homework. So I took some time, some interviewing within the company, outside the company, different, even different industries. I even said, let's, let's, uh, Let's try from uh, investments in financial service to some other industries, and uh, just you know, really found that it just wasn't for me. You know, you read about it, but I wanted to meet the companies, uh, look at what my average day looked like. So, for me, my my wife had worked full time. We wanted to start a family, and I did. I just I couldn't go on another day uh, in the corporate environment. So I quit my job. Uh, started my business full time and uh, worked you know, quite a few hours in the very beginning to, to, to get to the point where you know, I was able to put a team in place. But we did have cash reserves, you know, living expense. We, we cut down the expense at the time. It was just my wife and I uh, just got married, just bought a home uh, you know, pr- a couple years prior. So we tried to keep the expense as low as possible where uh, the income covered, uh, my wife's income covered everything so that I can run my business, you know, funded and have some, some, uh, leftover, just a little bit leftover every month and had some, uh, some cash reserves. I think we had uh, six months cash reserves, uh, extra income, uh, on there, uh, just in case that things took a little bit longer to launch. Um, but I wanted to be full-time in the business. Um, and that was just my situation, but, uh, you know, I don't recommend that to, to everyone in, in other cases, 
people uh, have the income, but they're just not comfortable putting um, that large amount down, or they prefer to, uh, you know, have the security of that job and income and the uh, the benefits that go along with it, the health benefits alone, and decide they want to run the business on the side, and that's perfectly fine. So, with the how to quit your nine to five. Basically, I, I say have a plan and work in reverse. So you, you have the why and why you're doing this. We talked about that on a previous episode. So now we have the why. We know what the business looks like. We've already decided on all that. Now we decide, okay, if I'm more comfortable um, you know, having this, this business, I can run certain franchises specifically on the side. They're not all available to be, to be run on the side uh, as certain franchise companies have what will have certain requirements on the involvement, but in many cases they can be. So the, the real thing is, what is the goal? Is the goal to be six months, 12 months, whatever it is, we'll, we'll say six months. So it's really, you know, factoring in, okay, in, in six months, you have a, a plan of attack. It's signing the franchise agreement, getting to training, hiring your, your key empl- employee, maybe that's a, a general manager, uh, and then having that general manager run the day to day. But the, the trick here is empowering that GM so that they know what decisions they can make so that they know that you're working throughout the day, that you're not available you know, between nine and five at any time. Maybe it's just around lunchtime so that they can make certain decisions throughout the day. So this gives you a, a six month runway. It allows you to get the business established. So get your, your legal entity, your franchise agreement signed and paid. It allows you to go to training, hire your key employee. Fast forward six months, you may have a full staff, an office uh, if needed, or it's it's being run from home. Technology, you know, all the infrastructure really set up to the point where now you're you are generating revenue. I'm not saying you're you're going to be profitable at this point. It, it, there's definitely the possibility you can be. There's also the possibility that you're just uh, generating revenue. Maybe you're at break even. Maybe you're. Uh, not at break even at that point, but the point is that the business is up and running so that you can decide in that six month period, am I ready? And giving at least a two week notice. Uh, I'm, I'm big on that, right? Because uh, you, you don't want to burn any bridges and it's always the, the right thing to do. You as an employer will also expect that um, hopefully longer than a two week, but you'd want your employees giving you not just saying I quit today and now your, your salesperson's gone. So um, so that that really is it's it's all about um, how how comfortable you are and knowing all your options. So if you want to dive in uh, full speed and lead the job, make sure you have the financial reserves. Um, make sure that you involve your family and letting them know what's going on. That you're going to be really busy that first year. Um, may have to cut back on some expenses. That that's fine. Maybe it's cutting back on cable. For for my wife and I, we we didn't eat out. Um, you know, we, we had taken a loan, so we were, our goal was to pay that loan back as soon as possible. So we we didn't travel as much, we didn't eat out as much. That's fine. Um, you know, was it a you know tightening the belt a little bit slightly, but you know, it, big picture was completely worth it for the for the life we have today. So um, you know, no no right or wrongs here. You know, going back to to the investment, the cash reserves, you know, you can reassess as well if you're approaching month five and the business hasn't grown. Uh, as quickly as you'd like, or um, you know, you're not at the you, you'd want it to be at a certain profitability or generating a you know a a profit, and at, at month five you're still kind of off, and you anticipate it being at month nine, then you you reassess and say, okay, let, let's put this on hold, let let's extend it. Um, maybe at month eight uh, eight I, I reassess, and if that nine month is still in range, you you put that two weeks notice in. Um, maybe it happens sooner. I've seen it in cases where. 
in three months, the business has grown significantly. And, uh, you know, that, that person was able to um, leave their job. So, you know, the biggest thing here is being respectful, giving your employer enough time, but, you know, giving yourself uh, for that person that, you know, doesn't want to lose the, the health benefits right away or that W-2 income, take, take your time with it. Um, you know, you're, you're maybe working two jobs, especially in the beginning, you know, 40 hours of the job and then figuring out the time to, uh, to be putting into the business. So you work nine to five, get home, have dinner, and then maybe work seven to 10, seven to midnight on the business. Keeping in mind, this isn't forever. This is just to get your business launched while having, you know, the, uh, you know, the, uh, the, um, the benefit of having that, that paycheck coming in. So if it does take you longer, the investment's a little bit greater, you know, you hit some issues, you have the, those funds ready, readily available. So, um, I always tell someone, if you start a business and you're stressed out of your mind and, and don't know how you're going to pay rent the first month or pay your employees the first first month, I'd say you're not in, in, a, in a great situation there. And really to increase the uh, the cash reserve, um, you know, I've seen other cases where, and this is another option where in, instead of uh, you know wanting to hire a general manager and wanting to be more involved, t- discussing with the franchise company and saying, you know, we're Today is we're, we're, we're in May. So uh, I need some time. You decide to buy the franchise. Just say after you, all your due diligence is, is over the summer. Uh, the plan may also be to say, I'm not going to open my business until January 1. You get approval early on in the stage from the franchise company on, on that date. Find out when their next trainings are. And maybe the goal is uh, not even to look at the financial performance of the business itself by having it uh, running while you're working, but it's to say, I'm going to essentially work the rest of the year and launch my business January 1, giving my, my two weeks uh, sometime in December. And that's another strategy of doing it. But the how-to is really simple. It's, it's deciding if you, if you want the business, right? Uh, if that's the best avenue for you, moving forward with the business, figuring out the time frame. if you're going to be involved initially and in leaving your job, are you going to be involved six months down the road uh, while the business is up and running or you want to launch it at a future date. Those are things to really consider. Again, no right or wrongs, but you know, make sure you have buy-in from the from the family, making sure that everyone knows why you're doing this. You're not doing this because you're bored or have nothing else to do. It's for the betterment, right, uh, of the family financially. Maybe uh, you know, you know, mom or dad could be home a lot more often. Uh, that kind of thing. Um, vacations, we can travel more because of this. I'm going to be around a lot more. I'm going to be at all the the soccer games and the Girl Scouts and all that, all that kind of stuff. So, um, you know, putting, getting the family involved, looking at the financials, making sure you have enough reserves there. A big part of this, by the way, coming from the investment world is that I talk to a lot of people that have the, the money in there and then the market, um, you know, may have just a, a rough quarter, rough, rough couple months and their, uh, their investment portfolio is cut in half. Uh, I, I think um, that was just a wrong strategy. I think that if your intention is to use the money you have in the investments for the business, you should not be heavily invested in the stock market. If your intention is to buy a business this year, you may want to uh, start liquidating or going into cash. Yes, you can take loans on your investments, but, um, but at the same time, uh, that is all reflective of what the portfolio is worth. Uh, so, you know, just like I tell people when they're ready to retire, you shouldn't be 100% equities. Maybe you should have some fixed income there. You should have some stability, something generating some income. I tell everyone the same thing. If you're fully invested uh, in the stock market, I'm a big fan of the stock market. I invest in the stock market. That's my that's my uh, my my first career. Uh, definitely, you want to start scaling out. 
uh, and, and having some cash on hand because at the end of the day, a franchise is going to cost money. Uh, yes, having a, a large investment portfolio is great, but that could change daily. So have the cash on hand covering the franchise fee. Uh, the um, FDD, the franchise disclosure document, is going to itemize the item seven, which is going to give you kind of a listing of the investments, uh, a low range, a high range, and itemizing it. Franchise fee, technology, travel, training, uh, working capital, marketing, if there's any uh, build outs involved, if it's a physical location or many cases, any vehicles, whether you buy or lease any equipment, they're going to itemize all that. So you're going to want to make sure you have the funds there. And most of the people I work with end up getting some type of loan, like an SBA loan, or um, if you're leaving your employer using a retirement uh, rollover uh, business startup, so based essentially retirement funds. So there are different funding strategies and that's a whole nother episode and, and we help people with. So having the money on hand, having the buy-in from the family, the why, and then what you're most comfortable with. Um, you know, this has to be enjoyable as well with the, with the mindset that it, it is going to be a, a very busy year. If you can handle the job and, and, and the business, great. If you want to dive in full-time, great, but you know, have, have a plan, you know, map it out and, and reverse engineer it in six months. If I'm going to leave my job, what do I have to do today in order to make that happen? And in some cases, you know, you know certain things are out of your control. And as I mentioned, at month five, you realize you're just not there. So you extend it and you continue working the business on the side. Uh, the general manager, or the main uh, or a uh, empowered employee is still, you know, continuing with their role. And uh, you just put off the the two week notice, uh, you know, with your employer or however many weeks you you want to give the employer. So um, these are more on the on the how to specifically. As I mentioned, I left I left full time. Um, my my wife was working. Some people don't have that; they're the only income you know person producing income in the family. So you might want to reassess if you don't have any other income. Do I have six to twelve months? of savings that, that you know, who's going to be paying your mortgage, who's going to be paying your rent, your health insurance, food, uh, entertainment, travel, car, all that, all that fun stuff. So do, do some, uh, do some math, um, you know, take a look, what are your expenses? What are your savings? Uh, where are it, you know, where are the savings? Is it all invested in the market? Is it in cash? Where can we cut back? We cut back on going out to eat. We cut back on vacations. You could do that as well. We won't die if we don't have Netflix every month. So uh, it's these little, you know, tweaks that you can make uh, to the lifestyle and keeping the big picture in mind of what the ideal uh, lifestyle and life will be. So, guys, I hope you found this helpful. This is a very important topic. It's a topic we get all the time, but do things in a certain order. Figure out the why. Uh, figure out if you really want a business and if a business is a good fit. And sometimes, you know, it, it stops there. I challenge people, don't look into the, the types of businesses until you get the why down. And if a business, you know, get educated on, on what a business, uh, business is. A business has brought uh, our, our life from you know, working, being miserable, working um, you know, for a big company, working all these hours to living on our own terms. You know, we're going to take an extended vacation to visit family. Um, you know, there, there's, I get to work from home. If I want to take off, I, I take off. There's no one to report to. Um, but you know, there's, there's risk involved. There's time. There's a lot of time put in, uh, risk in the investment that, that was put in, but we had a plan and we had no plan B. I kind of said, you kind of just <laughs> looking forward, no plan B, this thing has to work, but it has to be right for you. And you need to, um, make sure it's strong enough to get you through the, the good times and bad times. Um, business ownership. Some people have some false, uh, information that they've received, 
I'm not sure where, internet, a friend, a neighbor, family member, but uh, business ownership, whether it's a franchise or not, there's always that risk. I feel there's a risk you know, with, with uh, being an employee, one income source, uh, not in control of the company, you're not steering the ship and really relying on the people above you as to promotions and pay and things like that. But with the franchise, uh, with the franchise itself specifically, I had someone say to me, I read that uh, you can't lose money with the franchise and that's absolutely false. That's a big myth. And uh, a franchise is simply a business with a proven um, system, business structure, blueprint, giving you from my book, I talk about the unfair advantage uh, getting you launched uh, sometimes quicker because the the uh, biz, the um, um, what do you call it the strategies the systems I should say are all in place for you so give that some thought um, I'm here to help as I mentioned nothing to sell uh, aside from you know we we are here to help you figure out if a franchise uh, uh, it may be a good fit if a business is a good fit our services are free we are paid directly from the franchise companies and I encourage you. You know, invest 20 minutes of your time. We'll jump on a call and I won't tell you, we will figure out together if a franchise may or may not be a good fit. And if it is a good fit, you know, when I add this thing, I, I always talk, uh, forget to mention if it is a good fit today or if it's something where it's a perfect fit for what you're looking for, but financially liquidity net worth isn't there. It's something that we aim for in 12 months makes absolutely no difference. We will work on that together, put together a plan and then put together a plan of staying in constant contact uh, until you get to that point. So hope you guys found this helpful. Thank you very much for the the questions and the comments. Looking forward to answering some more here and uh, we will talk soon. Take care and enjoy. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in. Whenever you're ready, here are three ways Giuseppe can help. One, if you've ever considered owning a business of any kind, you owe it to yourself to get a copy of Giuseppe's book, Franchise Freedom. Download your free copy at ggthefranchiseguide.com slash book. Two, want to understand how successful executives make the transition from corporate to owning their own franchise? Join Giuseppe's next online presentation, Franchise Freedom, How to Escape the Corporate World and Have Financial and Time Freedom by Owning a Franchise by going to ggthefranchiseguide.com slash video. Three, want to work with Giuseppe one-on-one to identify the right franchise opportunity for you to navigate the process and get plugged into experienced franchising advisors? Send him an email to gg at ggthefranchiseguide.com with one-on-one in the subject, and he'll send you all the details.